transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. As, but it doesn't mean that we can't conspire against you, Caleb. <laughs> no, I, I did control myself and limit myself to to not adding a ska song, even though I really wanted to. There was still a ska song. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Some, well, somebody got it covered there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the only reason I didn't. I didn't want to over ska us again. I mean, over, we were just saying this, but to to just saturated. To, to say the first thing about this playlist, it was this was honestly worse than last the last one. The anger leads to hate for me. <laughs> wow! Fucking, I'm just gonna Whoa. say right now, I fucking hated this playlist. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I thought there were some things that you would enjoy, sir. Yeah. I did. I did too. I did not see that. I, you we'll know, see. I knew at least one of them wasn't gonna be a winner with you, but I, you know, contrary to that, like I, like opposite end of that, like I I actually like I really dug it. I've I found myself listening to it a few more times than I probably listened to some of the other ones. Uh, I liked that there wasn't very much chanting in this one. Also, I was surprised at the lack of EDM, uh, which was like, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I could have done a whole EDM covers list. I mean, there is so much out there, but I, I figured to veer away from that. <laughs> Well, I think we hit some pretty good notes. And I, I think, uh, you know, I, I say we just jump in. Um, first up is, uh, Jameson, you picked a really fucking killer cover of Us and Them by Between the Buried and Me. Yeah, so Between the Buried and Me is, I mean, just such a fucking phenomenal band. I mean, and this album specifically uh, is called The Anatomy of... And it was a real like turning point for the band. Like prior to this, they had two albums. Well, they had three albums before this self-titled one and silent circus in Alaska. And they were all like more on the death metal and like really heavy scale. And then they did this album anatomy of that's just all covers. And they really showed a huge shift. And then they went into colors and um, a lot of stuff that they totally changed their sound where they still had really heavy music, but also showed like some really crazy technical abilities. Um, so anyways, on this song, uh, this is Us and Them, which is a Pink Floyd cover. Um, I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and I feel like this one really did the source material like a lot of justice, but also put their flavor in it as well yeah i i agree man like it hits like so many great notes from the from the floyd song itself and then you're right it just it just has like enough of that like between the barrier you know it just has it just has enough like pepper from them like where you want it uh but yeah like i really dug this i really this was like a top one for me but um Nick, what about you, man? How'd you feel about this one? So I, I wasn't actually aware that this album existed, but um, I, I really started to enjoy Between the Buried and Me right when Jameson said uh, uh, Colors came out. And I remember being 
fucking pissed because we had to make these little collages in some class and he got like the front side of the covers album to put on his little collage thing and I had to get the back side and uh well that was a good memory that's a really great album <laughs> it's a collage memory <laughs> it was uh, there's it, a very sudden collage memory that I just had but uh, this this band is fantastic if you haven't checked them out before definitely check them out but this cover I think doesn't really live up to my expectations of Between the Buried and Me Ooh. like when when I when I heard this I was like shit this is a really good cover of a Pink Floyd song but I don't I don't think there's enough Between the Buried and Me in it I want more yeah Great. they definitely went like more towards the source material than like the Between the Buried and Me aspect Oh yeah, it, it's a very faithful cover and it's very excellently done. It's I I wanted a little more spice, a little See, more spice of the between. Fair the enough. And fair enough. I think there's just enough searches, but I understand that because it is like it is very like it, it does like a really good job pay, paying tribute. I'd, I'd say, uh, Dusty. What about you, man? Yeah, it's not just like uh, the original. There's a, a little bit more fuzz to some of the guitars and stuff so it's kind of you know that cover style but it's very tough to differentiate the two especially his voice is very very similar to uh, david gilmore's and they are they nailed it with like the saxophone and everything but i thoroughly enjoyed this cover caleb did you hate uh, this one? Oh no um i like pink <laughs> floyd and i love between the buried me um um, I will correct Jameson um, as the metal grandpa here. Um, Between the Buried and Me is prog metal and or prog rock, especially later on. Um, not death metal. How dare you? But there is elements of death metal. I mean, go and back to Silent Circus yeah, and listen yeah, to Mordecai. More, okay, okay. first albums. There's, there's some of that for sure. But like Alaska, that's that's when they're like, okay, it's prog metal now for sure. So and that I mean, aside... Selkies Still, is when the game changed. Man. Yeah, oh, Selkies yeah. is just like, oh, fuck, that's such a great song. Between Selkies and like Devin Townsend at the time, like, um, that's what made me like, be like, okay, yeah, I like metal now. Like, I like the screaming. And so, yeah, Between the Bear and Me is incredible. Um, they've just got better and better and more and more interesting. Um, this isn't my favorite cover on that album. Like I was going to put cemetery gates because I think it's better than the original. That was my second this. choice. Yeah. yeah. I saw this as like, okay, we got, we got that covered. We'll talk about it. But um, yeah, I, I it would have been cool if they kind of made it their own, but as far as like, I mean, a cover can either be like, like this, like I did it the way, it was done and I did it right or I made it my own and it's its own cool thing or it just gets completely ruined and they they nailed the original. I think it's a great song. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like the, we, we should, we, we'll have to like do a list that, I don't know, we, we'll have to do something that like, we, when we do like a metal list or something, uh, throw on some like, we'll have to like throw on a couple between the the buried in me tracks just to talk about them some more and they're in their element i think because like you guys said like they i don't know like they're they're interesting because like it's sometimes i feel like it's so rare to watch a band like evolve their sound successfully over time um because there's so much pressure i think to stay the same you know like people inherently i think they want that thing that sounds familiar to them and, and you know 
when you make an album that sounds different, it's like really hard to digest sometimes. But they, I don't know. Yeah, we could wax about them. But I, I want to get to the next song because the next song is perhaps, uh, in my opinion, a, a, like a ver- like a such. It pays tribute, but it's so much better than the original in a lot of ways. Motherfucking Holy Diver by Killswitch Engage. Caleb, you had to throw it on here. I did. Appreciate you doing it. Tell us about it. So I am I was a little reticent because I'm pretty sure I think I added this to one of my playlists from, you know, podcasts ago. But it's that good, like you said. Like, I love Dio. Dio's amazing. He's a tiny, powerful dude. Rest in peace, Dio. Um, but... I also love Kill Switch, especially the Howard iteration. And this song, they made it their own, but they still like towed the line and like, yep, it's Holy Diver. But god damn, it's so good. Like it's it's one of my favorite Kill Switch songs, which is yeah. kind of, you know, because it is their song. Like they did make it their own. Um that solo is a face melter. Howard's amazing. I don't know why anyone wouldn't like this song. Dude. I'm fucking with you. Howard, like, yeah, like the Howard era of Kill Switch Engage is the era for me. But this track, like, epitomizes that for me in a lot of ways. Like, like his vocals are so fucking awesome. And that's the thing about this cover. Like, it blows it blows the original, like, away in a lot of in a lot of aspects. But it's like. I feel like like Dio and like that crew could be proud of that in a lot of ways because it just gets heavier and harder with their evolution of it. And like that's what this song is supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be like this fucking like headbanger. And so it oh, thrashes, and man. An honorable mention to the music video because they could have just made another metalcore video, but it is so hilarious. There's like a wizard and Howard's a blacksmith and like it's just redonkulous but it's so so good Slightly i went back and watched that. it again the night there's a princess it's worth it. the king is eating chicken the whole time <laughs> as he should as he should uh jameson how do you feel about this song man i feel like this is one of the few songs that does like eclipse its source material like it's it's there's not many out there that do um you know so many like just give you a fresh take on what their source material is, but this is just something totally different. And it's fuck. I think probably every single one of us thought about putting this as one of their songs. And so I I almost did. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'll leave it for one of the other guys. I got some other choices, but Howard's vocals are just so powerful and epic. It's just, it's a great song start to finish. Yeah, dude. Uh, Dusty, how do you feel about this Holy Diver? The same sentiments as everybody else. A lot, very nostalgic song for me as well. Being back to various, being in the back of Rex's truck, driving around. Yeah. Back that, when this first came out. And then listening to, what was that? What was the other big album before this? With the End of Heartache and all that on there. Was it just called The End of Heartache? I think yep. so, yeah. But yeah, like I feel like this drop this is just a single on its own a little bit after that so it's like they're already kind of in their peak popularity and then that just kind of pushed them through i was very disappointed when they didn't play this at warp tour that year really hoping they would but but no it's a solid song and it's one of those where it's like i like i like more than the original yeah so 
I feel you. Um, hey, Dusty, just real quick, I'm gonna cut this part, but it's like kind of like I think it's your I think it's like your mic's like rustling. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're fondling it, and we can we can hear it. It's just rumbling. It's fondling so that, it that those balls. <laughs> You have to wait for the Dicks, the Dicks brothers. Okay, you gotta get you gotta get yourself a little fidget toy like I yeah. do, and then also try to make sure it's not a knife so that you're not just bleeding through the podcast. <laughs> Did you do that? Yeah, yeah, I do that all the time. I pick up my nails now. Shit, better now. Yeah, it's totally good. I just but, flick my tongue and make faces. It helps. That's the thing you right. can do. All right, so. I'm just gonna say like I'll just you know I'm just gonna edit that out. But bouncing off of Jay off of Dusty, I'm gonna like Jameson. How about you, man? Like oh wait no we already covered Jameson. It Nick, was we're, we're just yeah, on I'm, I'm up next, but I mean all everyone. Right, already, how yeah. about you? <laughs> if, every, everyone already voiced all my sentiments, but I, I think I, I like the part that that Jameson said the best, where he you you said that it's gonna it, it eclipses the original work by adding so much of its own flavor to it, while still being very faithful to the original. Which I, I think, I mean, I'm in agreement with all you guys. I think this is an all-time great cover, and it's probably going to remain up at the top of all-time great covers, like probably at, at some point next to All Along the Watchtower. Oh, I, I Dude, yeah. it was so hard not to add that, but I was yeah. like, you know, it's it's a bit played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout outs, but played out. Um, well, that takes, us, greats. that takes us to Dusty, one of your picks, which is... Yeah, I, I like I like this track. You picked uh, "Death Cab for Cutie's cover of "King of Carrot Flowers," Part One, by Neutral Milk. Mm-hmm. Classic song. This uh, song came out, I think, early early 2021. Um, they released this EP for when basically Georgia was turned to a blue state, mm. part of the election. Yeah, I think the album's like EP That's called for Georgia. And there's a bunch of cover songs on this. Like one of them is TLC's "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls," oh, no. which I almost chose, but I thought this cover was better because it's pretty true to the original. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of my favorite Drum Milk songs off off of one of the best albums, indie albums probably of all time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a solid yeah. one. Got a little Death Cab in there, so. Yeah, man, I I really liked this. Like, I love the Neutral Milk Hotel song, but uh, it it was just like it was like just enough uh, Death Cab kind of influence on this. You know, things were a little like more elongated. Some there's like a little more string work and stuff. You know, uh, but it was like it, I don't know. I just really liked this cover. Like, it, I just sunk right into it, and it just like it reminded me. Uh, I got the same feeling in my cockles that I do when I get listening to the Neutral Milk Hotel song. So, you know, it just makes you, you feel back. warm inside, takes you back to that spot. But Caleb, Caleb's face there. Oh, my God. Uh, this is grimacing at your cockles. Hey, don't grimace at my cockles. My cockles are my own. My cockles. Man, that happened. <laughs> well, um, well. <laughs> uh, uh, about the song, um, I've never heard this song one way or the other. I know who Neutral Milk Hotel is. That correct? That's a, it's or, a place um, you stay at. Actually, it's just a yeah. Place. I'm I'm familiar with this band, this place, this establishment, um, and I've heard a little bit of Death Cab. Um, I don't like either of them. Oh um, really? Yeah. Um, it's not bad. Like it's it's not a gavel. We can save oh. the gavel. Oh well. Um, but like, it reminds me of like I feel like I'm just at like the like Pawnee, Indiana. Um, 
harvest festival listening to a band or something and that's yeah, that fine sounds, yeah, that sounds great yeah the 12, the 12 <laughs> strings nice but this is not my not my steez yeah well i feel like that, that was I'm, I'm i'm just surprised it wasn't a gavel honestly it, it was a four out of eight <laughs> nick how about you man how, how'd you feel about about this about this death cap cover I, I was not aware that this was a neutral milk hotel cover. I don't think I've ever heard one of their songs before, honestly. Um, Christ. I'm sorry, man. I've literally only heard their name in literally in an episode of Parks and Rec. And at that time, I wasn't sure if it was a real band or not. It sounded oh, fake. <laughs> well, that's but, fine. <laughs> but as for the cover, it's it's a fine song. But it was a guy with an acoustic guitar singing about flowers, and I just didn't <laughs> give a shit. That was some John Denver nonsense, man. No, 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 no. It's not a gavel. It's okay, just... I, take it, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing no, 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 wrong no. with John I, Denver. I, yeah, there, like, there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't have an interest in it. So that John Denver's yeah. full of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love John Denver. You may not know this, but Mile High Johnny is my my dude. No, there is some Pardon. cool John Denver songs. You're the most absolute bizarre person on this council to love. Go John fuck Denver. yourself. <laughs> no, it's a juxtaposition. That's what it is. Yeah, life is full of them. It's fun. Well, JMO, how about you, man? How how do you feel about this this cover from Death Cab? So before I get into this, I would just like to apologize to the corn dogs real quick because I worked a 19 hour shift yesterday and then got up at I, I got off at one in the morning yesterday and then got back up at five AM and went back to work at five thirty. So I Jeez. I'm not not at the top of my game, but I've had several seltzers, so I'm I'm <laughs> lubricated into it. So um, <laughs> Uh, on this on this song specifically, I think I'll have I have to go with Caleb and Nick because I've never listened to Neutral Milk Hotel and I I've heard Dusty, Jared, and Scott Weiss through years telling me how it's like the it's one of the greatest indie bands of all time and how. Uh, that fucking guy Jeff Mangum is like some savant indie genius or whatever, but <laughs> it, it was nothing that ever interests me. So listening to this song just for the song, it's like, yeah, it's fine, but I was waiting for something to happen that just never happened. And since I couldn't connect to the source material, it was just like it's a forgetful song. Yeah, fair, fair. All right, all right. I'm just surprised that like you guys haven't heard, haven't listened to like Neutral Milk at all. Are you like, though? At least the airplane <laughs> over the sea song. Yeah, just just because like in 1945. Just, like I mean, not like a deep dive, but like I'm I mean like I imagine like it. I just surprised the interest was never was never peaked. I, so, I know the album cover, and that's about as far as I can go. It delves deep Fair into uh, Anne Frank and the Holocaust. And I believe there's a lot of themes of that throughout it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It That's gets, something it I kind of definitely want to dive into. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a really great time for all of us. <laughs> well, jumping from that, we go to uh, one of my one. Wait, is it one of mine? Yes, it is one of mine. Oh my god, I did pick this song. Uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. It's covered by this band I randomly found called Straight Out of Junior High. Uh, I mainly picked it because it reminds me of like 
I don't know, a local band covering a fucking 80s song in a jams. So, I I mean, like, like I said, I just randomly found them through like searching some random shit. So I'm glad I did. Kind of turning to one of our pop punk correspondents, Nick Flannery. How would you feel about this song? Hi, pop punk correspondent reporting from Baltimore today. <laughs> Baltimore. Why are you in Baltimore? <laughs> I think I think Baltimore is where the current like big pop punk scene is exploding. I'm not oh, sure. Hmm. Baltimore, shut up. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, <laughs> but no, this this song was a lot of fun. I, I I didn't I couldn't quite nail down the sentiment to why it was so fun. But Jared, you you said it. This was exactly the feeling I got listening to like waiting for Daryl cover. My heart will go on. Yeah, no, it wasn't. My heart will go on. It was time after time. No, they did. My heart will go on. And they learned it four hours before the show. I remember the entire speech. Nah, it was time oh. after time. Now they yeah, did it, another. They did multiple vert covers. The first time I ever saw them, I could promise you it was my heart will go on because okay, I knew the well, words because I learned it in sixth grade choir. Same. Okay. Well, they covered time after time all the time. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Which time was great. Time. Dude, shout outs. But anyways, this cover was a blast. I like this song because I like my memory of Caleb holding up a boombox and a Taco Bell one time. Uh, he oh. can tell that story. <laughs> yep, I did that. <laughs> um, but hold on, I don't know. Hold on. Was... just to make that clear, was it the was it the Taco Bell KFC combo? Yes, sir. Oh, goddamn right! And I had spooky, like, ref, like reflective glasses that had scary eyeballs on them, and people were like swearing and screaming at me. But I just stood there, and I let it play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not the weirdest thing that's happened that all. All right, sure. <laughs> not at that fucking spot, Jesus. Uh, no. So Nick, yeah, <laughs> like, but th- this one was just it. It was it was really well done. The arrangement for the style of music they chose. It was a lot of there's like a, a like a, rum, a rumbly tom part in this one that actually fits super well. The tenor bright eyes part is also <laughs> yeah. like super well adapted. I I don't know that this was this might have been my favorite one on this list. I'll have to Ooh. make up my mind later. Fuck yeah. Oh, Jameson, what about you, man? Yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed because I thought I was going to be able to make the Waiting for Daryl comparison for the second oh, week in a row, yes, but <laughs> I was beat to it, God damn it! Oh, um, I'm sorry. But yeah, uh, to steal from Nick this time, it was a lot of fun to listen to. Um, but uh, not my favorite on the playlist, and I don't know if it was it's something that would make a rotation for me because it is just so raw and simple, but it it's cool and it's fun gave me a little bit of a laugh and a smile so what else could you ask for from a cover that's what i'm fucking saying dusty how about you my friend it's good uh it's better than the cover of uh what's that one that was in was in wedding crashers or old school or knocked i don't know one of those it was like dan band whatever that covered this song i know they were in hangover Covering on this, but oh, uh, I like it better than that version. I want to say it was old yeah, school. I, like, I, think, I think it is old. Right. I think it was old school. Is that Frank's wedding? I fucking yeah. need you more than ever. Yeah. I, I prefer this version to it, but it also it also sounds like if Weird Al was covering a pop punk song that was covering this song, because <laughs> the guy's awesome. voice remind me a lot of Weird Al's. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like the was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, dang it, I should just put a, one of his polka mixes on here. That's one of my covers. As soon as I heard it. Like, oh god, my god, dude, nobody put any. I holy shit, it's just dawning on me that nobody put Weird Al on this playlist, and we are all shamed because of it. Hey, we, we, I'm mostly get, disappointed like, in Dusty for this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I we've mean, had. We've had Weird Al before, and it, it was probably not necessary. He was going to get mentioned and shouted out as one of the greats anyways. Like, enough, we we also didn't have Alex Melton on on a covers playlist, which is ridiculous. Yeah. That was the other one, because he guys introduced me to that kind of, I was like, whoa, nobody pick. At least three other ones. So. Yeah, True. He's, he's, True. he's been featured plenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caleb, I got to know, did this pop punk song like turn your turn your uh, your opinion to pop punk uh, different differently in a Fuck favorable no. way. In no, a, no, mm, okay, no. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Correct. Um, I didn't like this. Um, I, I I didn't make the connection between this and Weird Al, but I was thinking, man, this is really nasally, and it reminds me of something. Um, I have a respect for Weird Al, but I don't give a fuck. Um. I, I missed all the nostalgia. I, I wasn't a normal kid, I guess. Um, this band is aptly named. Uh, they sound like they're straight out of junior high, and that dude's balls are waiting to drop. Um, <laughs> it's not better than the original. And the only thing that's good about it is that it's mercifully short. <laughs> and there it is. I didn't, I, that, you know, that lived up to what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh my God. That was brutal. Well, I hope that the next one's a winner. Uh, so we got a Nick pick, Torn, uh, covered by Neck Deep. Uh, tell us yeah. tell us about this song, Nick. Yeah, so this is a cover of the song Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Imbruglia? That's Imbrug- close. That's cool. Imbrug- I guess. Yeah, we, we know who I'm talking about. Uh, but this cover by Neck Deep, it was on an album, a compilation album uh, called Songs That Saved My Life. And there's a lot of really good tracks on that one. There's actually, there's a cover of Modern Baseball by Stand Atlantic. That was pretty cool. Uh, I have Dance, to check that out. Dance Gavin Dance did a cover of Semi-Charmed Life on that one too. So that, that very nearly made this. But this cover of Torn, was, it was just that right flavor for me. Like I, I, I look for covers that that improve upon the original, add their own flair to it, but still, you know, stay yeah. faithful to the original. I thought this one did a great job. It was, I've, I've definitely belted out this song, b- both versions, many times, driving from point A to point B. Good. I'm with you, man. Like, this does a really good job of paying tribute to the original and, you know, in a, in a way just like bringing a lot more heat to like a song that already has like if anybody you gotta be real this song has got a this song's a pump up song like it really is and when it's like when they give it that extra like fucking energy damn dude i'm here for it man i'm pumped up like this this was another like i was like oh this might be my top track man i really i'm 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 toying with that idea uh but yeah i liked it this was it, it made me re- re-listen to the original too nick i was just like shit okay <laughs> i'm getting they're double both, pumped today they're, they're both good they both are man i'm i'm there uh dusty how about you man another good one i mean this is pure 90s maybe what early 2000s somewhere there it's like right i think time. i looked like 98 i believe yeah. it's one of those songs that 
I haven't heard it in 10 years, but I still know every every lyric. Yeah. Because it was everywhere at that time and then just in so many movies on soundtracks and everything. But I thought they did this pretty good justice. And I, I don't know what's a catchy version of it, but yeah, can prefer this version, the original. So Yeah, I'm I think I'm kinda with you there. I think it's just a little, it's just it's just like it, just a little bit better. Jameson, how about you, man? Or, yeah. What? Well, well, yeah. So this, um, uh, I'm substantially younger than my brother and sister. My brother's ten years older than me. My sister's seven years older than me. So I just remember when this came out, like cruising around my sister's. She had a little like teal Honda Accord, and just her blaring the fuck out of this song and another song later on this playlist uh, as a little teaser mm-hmm. but it just like gave me such good vibes of like being with my sister and hearing this and then it's like it hits the me being a pop punk fan like it it's it's just such a fucking good cover I agree with you Jared this is a contender for the top for sure um, it, it's really really good Hell yeah. Well, Caleb, I, I had to save you for last again this round because, you know, what's your hot take, man? I mean, I, I've i heard the original like a couple of times um, and I don't, it's not a bad song, but I don't have good memories associated with it. Like, it's not a pump up song. It's fucking sad. Like, this is a bummer. The lyrics are bummer. just... The music. Uh, just tear your guts out of your butt. It's not fun. <laughs> um, uh, the cover is fine. Like you know, they did they did their thing. It's it's cool. It's all right. Um, it's better than the last one, but it just reminds me of like when like there's there's like girls who will like I'm gonna sing a song with like passion and vigor, but they're not like very good singers. And it reminds me of that too. I have no nostalgia for this. It just it, I, like it honestly like. It's either the Pizza Hut I ate earlier today or this song. I just feel kind of sick to my stomach while that was on. <laughs> I don't know if it's the... It, it can't possibly be the Pizza Hut. It's probably the Pizza Hut. <laughs> but pizza's, Pizza Hut's like... It's it's America's favorite pizza. Yeah. They owe us money now. That's how that works. P- pizza Hut aside, it's, it's, a, it's a well done cover. Like, credit to them, but... I think it's just it's purely personal bias like this song just bums me the fuck out that's fair though that's fair uh all right well you know this coming kind of takes us to another jameson pick where you know i haven't seen this name in a while uh but you picked an evergreen terrace cover of the kids aren't all right yeah so we we featured this song a, a couple episodes ago and um but this album specifically evergreen terrace is like a hardcore band uh they're one of the first hardcore groups that i got into in like junior high this album specifically writer's block came out in 2000 and it's just a a, another full album of covers that they did they there's some other really good ones on there like uh, uh sunday bloody sunday is on there and uh a couple um a song fuck i don't even remember there there's a bunch of them on there um listening to it 
I don't know that it, it holds up as well as I thought it would. Like the scraping is a little subpar to what I, I'm I've been exposed to later on in life. But it's such a nostalgia pick for me. This album got so much play that I had to pick something from it. And um, the music-wise, like the the instrument section of it is really well done. I think so. Uh, I I went with this one. Fuck yeah! I mean, I agree with you, man. As a, as a uh, like a fan of the Offspring, and like I think they hit musically. I think they hit a like like the like like a, the rhythm, the cadence, the sound of that song. Like they just nail it in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, like I was, but you know, I do agree with you, Jameson. Where like it's some of the screaming. It it like it reminds me of like. Again, kind of like almost like a local bands that like we probably knew when we were younger, like people trying to you know get like really hard with their screaming and stuff. It's a little better than that. It's a little elevated, I guess, from that. But it's like it's definitely dated. It's, I'm surprised it's from 2000 though. Like I didn't know. I, didn't I know, it was like right? That old, like you know, like that's that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, not a bad cover though. I, I dug it for the most part. Uh, Caleb, how'd you feel about this song? Um, I. I don't know like it's it's very lukewarm for me like i i didn't listen to evergreen terrace like eh, it's garage band vibes for sure and i mean but so is the offspring so it's fitting but uh, again like yeah offspring okay i don't know man like i just don't give a fuck <laughs> i don't care about this song <laughs> sorry not sorry Caleb, it's the Pizza Hut. It's the it's- dude. I it might be. I'm just. I got cranky tum tums right now, so I'm being a dick. But, <laughs> but it really is how I feel. You Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> don't really. <don't, don't>. But <laughs> I don't know. Like it's yeah. It, it's it does have like that like local band feel. It's like you know they're they're going for it. Cool man. Like, have fun. But okay. I like I'm gonna step outside some air <laughs> smoke a clove go throw up in the alleyway <laughs> uh dusty how about you man yeah i remember this whole album someday but someday i think tears for fears is another song yeah they had a song on there um but yeah it's all right i like i like the source material i think a little bit more so mm-hmm. but solid I didn't realize I agree with you guys. I thought this was more like 2007, if I was being honest. When yeah. I thought this came out, so yeah. So what would you what would you rate this? Yeah, five and two thirds. <laughs> <laughs> Fractions. It's a solid five and two thirds. I agree with that. <laughs> Uh, Nick, would you uh, would you rate this any differently? And what's your hot take? Um, I did have a question: Is on this album is there a cover of "Paint It Black"? No, there is not. Oh, "Paint It Black" was um, the That's agony scene. Oh, the agony scene. scene did it. That's okay. Well, I, I'd, I'd confuse those bands for a long time, but never mind. Um, this song was fine. I. It, I, I don't really think that I would ever choose to listen to this version over the Offspring's version. It was just a little. It kind of felt to me like it was the Offspring song with like the gain turned up too much <laughs> on everything. Just uh, I I don't know. I would, 
it was a little too faithful of a cover once again, done by musicians that weren't going to do the offspring offspring's job better than the offspring could do it. I, I will I say, like going back, it, it does definitely seem dated, but it I just had to put something off that album as a nostalgia pick for me. Mm. Oh, dude, I definitely understand that. That's another one of my tracks is is one of those for sure. But, uh. Well, Caleb, that's, uh, I believe this takes us to a very interesting cover that you picked. Yeah. I did not, I was surprised that this existed, to be frank. Uh, <laughs> I think that's uh, the point. Yeah. Oops, I did it again, covered by Children of Bodom. Yes. So, <laughs> what <the> um, fuck? <laughs> yeah, uh, I like Children of Bodom. Like, uh, they're silly, um, they're good musicians, but. You know, R.A.P. Alexi, but um, this is a bad song. This is a a bad cover. Um, And this is a bad original, if you ask me. Um, I know Britney's, you know, been through the ringer. I hope I hope she's doing well, but I don't like this song in any version. Um, I think they did this as like a joke. I'm pretty sure. Like, let's just do something that people wouldn't understand or expect. And it's going to be gross and it's going to be kind of bad. And that's what I decided to do with my additions. I was like, I'm going to pick one really good one and I'm going to put absolute trash. And I think oh. I was successful. I think so, sir. I th- this, this is such a fucking weird song. I just, I just do, I do love like the vocal work that's sort of like, you know, you got that like, going on in the background, like all the fucking time. Like, you know, it's just fucking crazy. But it's like, it, I can't tell if it ends with like an actual clip from the song or something like that. But it's just like, it's just a weird fucking cover. And, I'm not surprised that you that you found this to drag up. That like I was like this totally makes like this is this, this is Caleb's pick all over it. Uh, I don't know. I just it's a I, I don't have any beef with it, which is like the strange thing. It's just like a weird <laughs> fucking song. Like yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Dive bombs and Britney Spears. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. And also uh, the way Finnish people pronounce things, like when he says believe, uh, makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I, yeah, Nick, how about you, man? How, how'd you feel about it? It's it, it's just a goofy thing that they decided to do one day. It's it, Caleb's right. It's a bad cover. I won't say the original's bad because it's one of the most legendary pop songs of all time. It's, it's objectively not a bad song. Hey, free Britney! I think she's, she's free now. I think she's free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Congratulations, Britney, on your liberty. Yeah. Stay free, Britney. Stay free. <laughs> Spread your wings. <laughs> no, this cover is good. I think Caleb made a critical error by not actually picking "She Is Beautiful," uh, the Children of Bodom cover of an Andrew WK song. Oh, that's gotta be fucking awesome. Which was also extremely confusing because that was also the first Children of Bodom song I'd ever heard. So I had no fucking <laughs> clue what that band was about because oh the God. only thing I'd heard was like a really scratchy version of like a pump up pop punk song. Yeah, that'd be. But overall. <laughs> This song makes me feel positive feelings in my body, so. <laughs> well, we got a positive feeling body. Dusty, how does this make you feel? <laughs> oh, I thought this was gross. <laughs> 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 I never see this. I looked at the 
artists. I was like, oh, children of Scrotum, I should have known. That's <laughs> who that band has always been to me. God damn it. <laughs> Ooh, come on, man. That's yeah, some, some of the most influential guitar work of the century. Ooh, At least when it comes to Hot Topic Kids. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the bass works good. They really mix that well. You can hear the bass slapping. But <laughs> that was probably the only positive part of that whole entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Jameson, how'd you feel about this? This children so, about him? I I don't know, man. It, I Caleb said it too. It's a bad cover, and it is kind <laughs> of humorous. Um, I think I told this story on local yokels, but I don't remember. But uh, one of the few times I got in trouble was when Caleb let me borrow a copy of a Children of Bodom album, which was, uh, let me just look, Hate, Hate. Crew Death Roll. <laughs> um, and my mom, for some Great reason, album. looked through my backpack and found this album and then pulled out the like uh, inner sleeve of it and... The I think it was the lead guitarist Alexi Lejo had a shirt on that said "Smoke Crack Hail Satan," <laughs> and um, my mom was not very appreciative of that. So it, one of the few times I like ever got in trouble was due to that. So thank thank you for that, Caleb. You're welcome. But um, <laughs> it, it it is a bit of a trash cover, maybe bottom of the list for me. It, it, it's it's pretty bad. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> that's such a great story <laughs> it's like such a classic like god damn like my mom got mad about this fucking album <laughs> what a great shirt yes yeah. it's such a universally teenage experience oh my god dude. that should happen to me like on a weekly basis <laughs> <laughs> didn't you say your dad found a a, a ver um a slayer song on your album or on your computer or something that so was I, I i had my I had something on shuffle and I just randomly had a little bit of Slayer on there and it was the song Jesus Saves and there's a part where he says Jesus Saves nobody and my dad was not happy about that <laughs> oh my god I think, I think as a preacher I can understand why he might have been yeah not stoked he's, on that he's chill now I, I doubt he would like that song though I still don't turn it on around them. It's yeah. fine. It's 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 Slayer. You don't need to hear it. Yeah. Well, what about this next track up here? Space, uh, the cover of Space Odyssey, or Oddity, excuse me, by Power Man 5000. I, a name I wasn't expecting to find on this playlist. <laughs> Dusty, how'd you, where'd you, where'd you grab this track from? Why? Uh, I was just trying to, I was just looking at like rock cover playlists. It's so I, random. I saw Power Man 5000 <laughs> couldn't not include it because they're such a terrible band. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. This is, this is actually somehow worse than the Children of Scrotum song, I think. <laughs> to be honest. Are you gaveling your own song? Because I think <laughs> <Yes>. that was. <laughs> but it's so bad I couldn't admit it. I had to, <laughs> had to have it on here. Oh my it's, god, dude. It's just like they're they're even kind of trying to be David Bowie like it's like God, yeah. so bad. Yeah, it's 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 fucking it's pretty fucking rough. This, this like I love David Bowie and 
Like, you're right, Dusty. Like, it seems like, I don't know, for some reason, Power Man 5000 tried to, like, really go, they tried to really hard to emulate aspects of the of Bowie. And it just, like, falls on its fucking face, if you ask me. Like, this is a weird, yeah, a weird track that I don't know if I can appreciate. <laughs> it's like, I, I just, I, I just, I want to listen to David Bowie, for sure, <laughs> over over Power Man 5000. But I, I, like I said, I laughed the second I saw this fucking track on here, though. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> why? Oh, it's so good. Um, Nick, are you a Power Man 5000 fan? So this is the first Power Man 5000 song I've ever heard. Ooh, um, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if this is what they sound like or like their general shtick, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> like, I think you would like them. I don't know anything about this 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 act uh, or, or anything about it. I I thought they did the original justice. I thought they they found this like a new form of just theatrical bullshit that it was nothing like you know the power metal style theatrical bullshit. It's their own flavor, and it, it, I, I I think it was just working for me and at least my idea of Bowie of just Bowie wanting to be fucking weird on purpose because he thinks guess, it makes yeah. cool stuff. I'll give you that. And I think Power Man captured that that general attitude. Maybe it's not the most best executed. <laughs> There's uh, the only other song I know by them, really, is because of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack. Mm. I think it's like, are you ready to go or whatever? It's really bad too. But yeah, that's that song's called When Worlds Collide, yes. and I guarantee every one of us has heard that song yeah. at least once. You just probably, probably didn't realize yeah. it was them. Just it's uh, that. Really- Really quick. Oh, you're just, ready to go. Oh, oh, you're ready to go. That is yeah, the, that fucking piece of shit song. I'll just say, if you like, if uh, according to Spotify, if you like Power Man 5000, you'll also like Static X, oh. Spine Shank, yeah. oh. Soil, oh. Mushroom Head, oh. Mud Vein, oh. and a bunch of other trash. Drowning oh, Pool's God. on there. Oh, of course. Also they trash. <laughs> it's the domestic good. abuse rock. Just good. playlist. Good luck. Good. Luck. Well, well, okay. I will give you. You made some interesting points. I like uh, about about it, Nick. I do think like it's it's weird for like weird sake at times. Mm-hmm. I, I I do got to compliment that guitar solo. That was some neoclassical fucking bullshit in there for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> that was just a really good guitar solo for no reason that probably had no place in that song. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> Jameson, how'd you feel about this track? Well, I, I was I was afraid to say it because there's too many guitar players here and I'm I, I don't consider myself one, but I was like, that fucking guitar solo is pretty goddamn ripping. <laughs> yeah. Um it, it's a weird cover, but I I I enjoyed it. You know, it's it's not like top shelf super quality music, but it, it's pretty fun to listen to at least once and I, I feel like Caleb's gonna disagree but fuck you bro it's it, it's pretty good <laughs> at, for at least once preemptive just, well Caleb <laughs> do you well, have I mean, a response <laughs> I, I, it's okay like I've heard this band before I thought it was hilarious that Dusty's coming in with all these random obscure <laughs> combinations of things that was my biggest takeaway too sorry to steal but I was like wow Dusty put a Power Man 5000 song on here it's like that was the biggest takeaway for sure yeah, this for comes sure. off of a album they put out in 2011 which is all covers 
all covers. So, oh, there's like Electric cool. Avenue on there and Whip Oh my it. god. Jump. I'm, was, I'm curious enough to check it out. I think I'm gonna. I don't think I can. We're not gonna take it on there. Oh, there's some gems on this thing. We're, we're stealing Caleb's thunder, though. Oh, you're fine. Caleb. No, yeah. I mean, it, it reminds me, like, you can't, I don't think it's possible to, like, top Bowie at his own game. Um, but it makes sense that these guys would cover him. Um, it reminds me of, like, you know, like, they have, like, that vocal fry, like, uh, kind of way of singing. And it reminds me of, like, Marilyn Manson or that kind of thing. And, yeah, like, this was a band that I heard a lot with, like, you know some of the weird kids that i was like i don't want to hang out with these people i think they're future meth heads um <laughs> like it they're okay like but yeah it is that like it's like the dark side of of new metal if you can believe there is such a thing that it's not all just the dark side but <laughs> yeah, not just all dark side <laughs> what's the not, light side of new metal lincoln park they're new metal yeah they're yes. considered new metal. yeah i guess yes oh wow yeah objectively good band fight me um oh, oh, okay. no content um but uh power man 5000 is kind of whatever this was a fun song to listen to and that was a ripping guitar solo but it is not better than bowie but i think we all knew no. that no it's like it's like doing a it's like doing a somebody doing a prince cover and assuming that it's going to be better than than prince's original it's just I, it's not I, it's not going to happen you know i know i know it's blasphemous i can't name a single well no purple rain I don't really know Prince's work. I know he's really good, and he's dead. All you need to do is listen to the Batman soundtrack. Okay. It tells you everything you need to know about Prince. No, I'm just joking. There's so much to dig through. Uh, but we, moving on comes to another one of my picks, which obviously I know is like it's going to be a hit with everybody because uh, I have such good taste in music. So <laughs> uh, it's a cover of Every Breath You Take by uh, Millen Collin. I I picked this song for a couple of reasons. One, I, I do like the cover. I like the punk energy in this cover. Um, but two, this was one of the, this was, you know, like the first Mill and Collins song I've I ever listened to because Taylor Lutz, when we were like running cross country in like junior high, he like put this on a burn disc with like this and like a Deltron 3030 song and like a whole bunch of <laughs> random stuff that like opened my fucking eyes to like a bunch of extra shit that I had never been able to listen to before. And so, you know, it's stuck with me ever since that. And so it's definitely a nostalgia pick in a lot of ways, like Jameson's earlier. And so, you know, shout outs to, to Taylor, Taylor Lutz for that. But how'd you guys feel about this? Like Jameson, how'd you feel about this Mill and Colin track? I don't know. I, I kind of thought it was a real low quality punk cover of something. If it's I, a, like a live cover, I think. <laughs> and man, there's been so many iterations of this song um, that it, it's just, it, it is a legendary song, but I, I wish you would have gone with uh, Puff Daddy's version. I mean, honestly, it's, it's better than this for sure. And to be honest, I, I, I would like a gavel on this. It's it's not very good. It's yours, sir. It is yours, sir. <laughs> gavel the pop punk song. Wow. Dude, the Puff Daddy uh, right? shout out. <laughs> I, I, he might have been going by Diddy at the time or P. Diddy or Sean Combs. Who knows? But. It, it is better than this bullshit. <laughs> Dusty, how about you, man? I don't know if it counts as a cover if he 
was just more sampling it than anything. But that's kind of like saying I could have put the Led Zeppelin cover, no, the, the Puff Daddy cover of Cashmere on here from the Godzilla soundtrack from 1997 starring oh my God. Matthew Broadwick. It was pretty epic, so. though. That was good, it, too. That we would have, no one would have disagreed with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Classic film. I think the only way you can explain that um, mashup is that Robert Plant needed to buy a new house in Morocco or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Jimmy Page had to pay some taxes or something. Money. But, uh, no, this, like, come on, James, and said, it's just a meh cover. It's just a pop punk cover of a song i get kind of lost in it in the does it need a gavel but... for you oh it's not that bad no it's fine it's a fine iteration it's i fine. still like the sting for is it police the same sting same same guy but uh, police i think it was was it police I, it might have been sting hmm. yeah, I sting uh, was the singer but yeah either way now i'm questioning I, myself i got some time i'll look i'll check <laughs> you guys go but yeah nick what about you man uh i i didn't really enjoy this one to be perfectly honest i i i hate being negative about it because that story you told about like this being on like a a mixed cd that opened your eyes that is like that's a formative moment like moments like that are like some of my most treasured memories so i I feel shitty about shitting on millen calling right now but this was (laughs) this cover was fucking phoned in man (laughs) <laughs> There's they they did absolutely nothing to make this song more interesting. Ma- putting just making it slightly faster with pop punk like style sounds is not a good cover. That's <laughs> like they didn't do anything dynamic with this. It was it was boring. I also really hate the original song, so I might be coming from a real hateful place because that song is just repetitive as fuck, and I don't ever want to hear it again. Could be the double gavel on that. <laughs> Fact get- checked. Fact check coming in. It was the police, everybody. All right. Mm. The police. The police. The police as a band, every single one of their fucking songs, it it, it hits one repetitive part and just goes on for way too long. I've never been a fan of the police, man. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, that being said, I'm I'm actually really not surprised. Uh, uh, You know, I'm just going to flip what I said earlier in the podcast. I was just being joking. I know I have a bad t- uh, bad taste in music, so I, this doesn't surprise me. But Caleb, this is... <laughs> I'm not going to help your opinion Caleb, of what you just said too much. Do I have to gavel it? Um, we'll get to that. Just let's tell just me. be just patient. Tell let's, well, let's get, yeah, let's be patient. Okay. Well, how, I, how do you feel about this song? See what you did there. Um, <laughs> I think Nick kind of really did a great primer for me to come in <laughs> swinging a little harder because fuck the police, fuck Sting. He is a pretentious cuck. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you don't care for him in Dune? <laughs> the, the 84 version of Dune. You know yeah, what? Who else was? I, uh, what's his name? Um, the main there guy. Was a, uh, Patrick Stewart was you're, in it. You're talking, yeah, Patrick Stewart was in it, but you're talking, you're talking uh, about Kyle McLaughlin. All that's right. it. I'm a the, huge McLaughlin fan. The bad guy oh, from huge. the Flintstones. There was yeah, also a battle pug. Yeah. And, yes. You know, all, we must invoke the name of Twin Peaks, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Kyle McLaughlin. I love Dune. I don't like this song, the original or this version. Um, it's creepy. It's about a guy just watching you and being a creep. I assume. Um, we all watch. 
people. Sting creeps me the fuck we? out. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is just a phoned in um, half ass bullshit pop punk song with like, oh, here's a song we can do. Okay, here are the chords, the notes that we're gonna play. Power chords. Okay, we're gonna play a fast beat. All right, turn the gain up too high. Okay, go into the microphone. It there's it there's no there's no melody. There's no dynamic. It's the the, the album cover is fucking creepy. <laughs> I don't like it. Sorry, Jamie. All right, it's okay. You know that went as smoothly as I could have hoped for, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. I have a feeling redemption for me might be coming later. I hope. I hope. No, Caleb, that didn't sound good. Uh, <laughs> all right, fine. Nick, let's go on to one of your picks. Something. Uh, a little more of like a, a little more of like a pop punk update, you know. It's the yeah. This is this this would be considered even a part of the. This is like modern pop punk, even easy chord a lot of times because these guys go a lot harder um, yeah. than some other pop punk acts. But this is uh, one of their songs off an album of covers that they did called uh, Four Years Strong Explains It All." What, um, what's the song you? Fuck? Oh my god, we haven't talked about the song yet. No, All right, sir. it's. It's ironic. A cover of Alanis Morissette's "Ironic" by the band Four Years Strong. Is it Alanis Morissette or Sarah McLaughlin? Nope, Alanis. Yeah, it's Alanis Morissette. It's all Alanis Morissette to me. It's the same person. (laughs) Woman with guitar. Rockin'. Well, this song, Nick. So, you say this is a a song? It's like off of an album full of covers. Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, so th- there were a couple other covers that I really, I really wanted to put on here, but Caleb snatched "Children About Them" before I could get there. And you were planning on putting that on here too? No, not that song. I was gonna, oh. pl- I was gonna put "She Is Beautiful" on there because I thought oh, that, yeah. one, that one okay, was yeah, like a formative cover for me. But well. this one, it comes off of an album that is just so well done. Um, these guys, they're just the epitome of like casually fucking rocking out with your friends and writing cool pop punk easy core music and then drinking some beers either during or after or before why not all three but this one is really good I, I think I mainly just picked this one because I thought the dude's vocals just fucking rip on this song and I really like the original by Alanis Morissette so I thought it was an easy pick I'm with you man this song fucking rips the original the original's a, a banger too but I really like what they did with this song uh you know, kind of like when it kind of like cuts down to some like sort of bare bones vocal work to sort of like that funny like laugh moment. And then, you know, it just, I don't know, it just has a good energy all the way through it. But I really dug it. Um, I want to check out that album. Like all, like we found a lot of songs off of like albums that are just full cover albums. And I'm a sucker for a good cover. So that, like a lot of these are like ones I want to follow up on, mm-hmm. uh, including this album. But Dusty, how'd you feel about this four year strong song? That's another solid one. It, it is kind of a running theme that a lot of these are off of like these full, full compila- either compilations or full albums by a band where they just, I think, got bored and decided to do a whole thing of covers. Just fun. Yeah. So, but no, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it takes me back to the original, from, what, 95, 94, somewhere in there. Prime, classic yeah. woman with guitar and was this like <laughs> when the dixie chicks were really big you think was this like that summer 
around there. Movie? Sure. Well, I think they peaked in 2001 after 9/11. I think they had a actually that's true. Yeah. Think about that. But uh, no, it's good. Another solid pop punk. I, I like this version more than the original. So, no. Yeah. Whenever I hear Sarah McLaughlin or Lance Morissette, I just think of those really sad ASPCA commercials. The dogs. That was Sarah McLaughlin. The totally wrong association with a Lance Morissette man. She's the edgy one. She's got you ought to know. She's got she's got some angry songs she, out there, man. She a four non blonde. Was the no was was Lance who was that that dated the the uncle from Full Uncle House? Joey? That Yo. was Alanis Morissette. Um, oh, I think Uncle Joey yeah. dated everybody in Hollywood. He, He's he kind did. of like the lead turn of the Counting Crows. He was kind of everywhere. Also, Alanis Morissette was a teenager while Dave Coulier dated her. Oh no! And uh, he was oh, not no. anywhere near age appropriate to be dating a teenager in the public eye or in the private eye or ever. <laughs> But Dave, Dave Coulier, fucking fight me. I've had like two dreams where I tried to fight you and my punches were underwater. So come at me. My punches, my punches they always are. Put them up. You and I are going to fight. Parking lot. Five o'clock. Do it. The Taco Bell parking think, lot outside I the JC's Penny. Same, same thing happened with David Gilmore and Kate Bush. But that's, that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jameson, how about you, man? Did you like this cover? I, I did like this one. I, I do think... Uh, if we're going by like uh, early 2000s female like feminist icons, I think uh, your first song "Torn" was a, a little bit better than this one, but still good. And and to be honest, though, I mean Alanis Morissette can get it. She is, whew, she she's she's great. Um, the song pretty good and. and Strangely, I prefer Four Years Strong more than I prefer Neck Deep most of the time. So I, I was a little surprised with that, but it's a good cover, fun. Yeah, it's good. Pull up picture of her, Salinas Morissette. It's just a picture of her, uh, like pregnant, singing on stage. Getting after it. <laughs> Caleb. She, she can't be stopped. She can't be stopped. <laughs> How do you feel about this pop punk cover, Caleb? Um, this was better than the previous one. Um, again, I'm noticing a lot of pop punk covers, and I wonder: <laughs> is that a lack of creativity, or is it because you play music that is a very shallow and just redundant, boring genre? It's because it was... they're live performance <laughs> oriented. You fuck. They play just... to the crowd. Just the thought. Well, crowds I, of people are usually kind of dumb, like fucking lemmings. You know, and <laughs> pop punk is them running off the cliff. <laughs> couldn't find the chanting. I couldn't find the chanting version of this song. That's why this is not on. But why I didn't pick it. Yeah, it's tough to find those. But um, they have other things to chant about. But that being said, um, this is a well done cover. Um, I think it, it, the way that Alanis sings this song fits like you know, a pop punk song like. It makes sense to me. I like her version better. Um, the lyrics are very silly. Um, it's okay. It's kind of a meh. meh. About a five, five out of eight. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> five out of eight. That's a pretty favorable rating. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's, yeah. It's better than just an eight. It's still pop punk. It's better than the <laughs> no. previous four out of eight. Yeah. Proving. This is true. Five is better than four. Uh, uh, well, 
Well, you know, you're not here for math facts, folks. So let's just keep moving on. <laughs> Are they here for math? <laughs> we could do a math podcast where we just I tell can't you. Can't help you. Every episode is. Oh my god, that'd be so exciting. I'm just I'm brainstorming real quick. Get I'm going to jump out of these weeds in a second. But a math podcast where every week you find out what number comes next. Ooh, um, <laughs> we could talk about how people use. <laughs> We could so maybe someone could explain to me um, the purpose of trigonometry beyond finding out how tall trees are by looking at their shadows. Well, I don't figuring know out how tall the ladder you need to get up to the window. I don't know anybody that can do that, but I know a lot of people that can count to ten. Tangent mural painting. Mur- mural. <laughs> oh yeah. Go, okay. Yeah. Go ask Shana. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna my, drag us out. My wife is an artist. I know. I put us in there. And hopefully somebody fe- will be featured on the podcast soon. Shout outs. Uh, but Jameson, p- pull us back out of the weeds with, with this next track. Oh, it's a cover of Romeo and Juliet by The Killers. Yeah, so um, source material comes from Dire Straits. Um, kind of a somewhat shitty 70s and 80s rock band. But um, I was really... Uh, like the source material was featured in uh empire records um and so i i saw that like as a little kid and i always dug the fuck out of that song like there's just a really short scene in that movie that plays this and then i remember getting this album by the killers who are one of my favorite like pop rock bands i i honestly think the killers are like maybe one of the best things to come out of the early 2000s and mid aughts like they're just a great band and they put so much of their flavor onto this and they're such a poppy band but i can look past that you know and so i i really enjoy the fuck out of this cover um it's in their own style i know my other two songs i picked were kind of really true to the source material this one isn't as much so i figured i'd give it a shot and give it a shake man i i yeah i agree with you this uh i think this is just a really uh good collaboration between source material and you know the the you know the killers like you said like where it's like they they just kind of took over this song, you know, in a, in, in a lot of ways, in a lot of good ways. I really found this song like just easy fucking listening, man. I, and I, I agree. I'm with you. Like, uh, the the song popping up on the Empire Records soundtrack um, was one like you know we talked about soundtracks a bit, but like I got that record eventually, and like, you know, it's uh yeah, I don't know. It, it gave me a lot of influence, including some of the, this track, you know. Dire Straits ain't that bad in my opinion, but uh, they're not great. But they're not uh, great. They're yeah. forgettable by a lot of from, from in a lot of ways, I'd say. But either way, this is a great cover. The Killers and uh, especially their first album. Yeah, Hot like, Fuzz is awesome. It it will like yeah, I'll always come back to that album. You know what I mean? Um, but Sam's Town's great as well. Those two albums are fantastic, top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah, well, Dusty, how do you feel about this song? This song, uh, I never was a big Dire Straits person. I think I like Money for Nothing the most because I played that riff all the time. <laughs> but uh, so I didn't, when this came out, this, because this is just a B-side to Hot Fuzz, isn't Hot Fuzz? 
Um, and so that's why they call it sawdust, I believe. <clears throat> but I remember hearing this and thinking it was their original song for, for the longest time. But I, I've always like, every time I hear this, it reminds me around that same time when this album came out and just continuously playing over and over. And so I love this song, it's classic. But yeah, Pillars, I agree with you what you said on that. I, I think a few years ago, Elliot said something about their song, Mr. Brightside. Like it had like the record for being on the charts, you know, for like most consecutive weeks ever or something like that. Cause it's still like super heavily played this day, but I think it was like the top 100 charts for like five or six years straight or something crazy. Jesus. Wow. But yeah, no, they're a great band. And, I enjoy this couple quite a bit. It takes me back for sure. Uh, uh, Caleb, what about you? How do you feel about this killer song? Killer's um, cover. I've never, I've never heard this one before. Um, not very familiar with dire, dire Straits either. So I was sitting here wondering, like, who the, what, what, what fucking cover is this? Um, I like the Killers, uh, specifically the first two albums, as we all said. Incredible, amazing. Uh, fills my heart with beautiful grief-ridden nostalgia because apparently that's how i experienced that emotion but whatever um um i healthy i yeah i don't know it just it hurts in a good way anyway um uh, it's it's kind of boring um <laughs> i'm not trying to shit on the killers i like the killers a lot honestly uh, i don't know a lot of their more recent stuff like i did kind of fall up after uh, sam's town um so yeah this was a it was meh 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 well nick how about you are you gonna give it a meh are you gonna you gonna give it a a gavel you gonna give it a i mean i'm just gonna let you talk we're we're gonna we're gonna go sideways here so i mean we'll, we'll start off with with this song but it's it's fine it's a good song i mean I, I absolutely wore out Sawdust and Samstown in high school just listening to the Killers nonstop, and I had never actually had any idea that this was a Dire Straits song originally. Um, but it's like listening to them side by side. Like this is clearly a Killers song, and then the original is a Dire Straits song. They're so distinct. Like you know, like Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. Oh, is that not on here? <laughs> oh, because it was going to get name dropped anyways. Yeah, yeah. Man, I watched too many 9-11 fucking assemblies where that song was playing. You know? I'm just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still like it. But, um, I mean, shout it, it, Yeah, it's it's a good song. We, Killers are a good band. I think they're one of the one of the best rock bands of our generation. I, I wish they hadn't gotten so poppy later on, but, you know, everyone likes money. Uh, True that. I I would sell out too in a heartbeat. I'll sell out right now. Fuck you guys. Hey man, if anybody still waiting for that blue chew. <laughs> but rock hard oh, cocks. I cannot believe the amount of just slander I'm hearing about Dire Straits right now. A shitty what? '70s rock band that no one remembers. Fuck Thank off, you. dude. Mark Thank Knopfler you. is one of the most innovative guitar players of all time. Okay, boomer. This Sultan's is the guy. This is the fucking. <laughs> band that wrote Sultans of Swing. Yeah, that is one of the most, like, some saying. of the most excellent guitar work I've ever heard in my fucking life. It is still, I think, one of the best songs ever written. How many, like, 57-year-old dudes have you been hanging out with right now? Zero. That song's amazing. <laughs> like, I agree with Nick on that. It's, I remember looking at the tab one time when, it, when I played it and just 
I looked at it and I, tr- I turned off the computer. I was like, nope, it's not <laughs> happening. I fold. Like, <laughs> it's true. When, when he, he like, he'll write a solo and it, it's just some of the most precise, but still every note is musical on its own. And it's just crisp and clean. It, 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 it just tells a story in, in just a way that only Mark Knopfler can, can do. I, I don't understand the level of disrespect I've heard for fucking Dire Straits this this morning. I appreciate you defend, <laughs> defending them. He uses all the music chords. He does. He knows so many more music chords than me. <laughs> I don't fucking know any of them. You've been over this. Just There's, put your fingers places it, until it sounds good. I just play power chords and I, pl- I play the riff from, uh, from that fucking White Stripes song all the time. <laughs> well... Well, that takes us to uh, Caleb's final pick on the list, <laughs> a cover of My Sharona by a group called what, The Number 12 Looks Like You. This, yep. Where'd this song come from, man? I believe, if I am not mistaken, I think it was a combination of Aaron Fox, um, hi Aaron, and um, Jameson, I think, showed me this yep. song in like the eighth grade. And we all thought it was hilarious because it's so weird. And it is like, oh man, looking back, it is just as horrible as I remember. Um, it is really annoying. The vocals are, oh, the guitar solo <laughs> is bad. And I'm bad at guitar, but it's bad. Um, yeah, I love My Sharona. That's such a good song. Like, it's really really good and this is just fucking hot garbage you're gonna gavel your own song right please (laughs) that being said it is so nostalgic and i just remember like so many times that we would like drive around in rex's truck and listen to this and just laugh because it's it's horrendous man Dude, I'm fucking with you. The vocals are alone are just like, it's like yeah, you can you have to laugh at this song because otherwise it's just such. Tra- it's like they've they've done damage to to my Sharona, but <laughs> but like yeah, that, that just like oh, I don't know. There's there's nothing good about this song, and then there's that break. There's like this little part at the end where they do like a you know drum break, like, bah! and then it kicks back in, and it's just so fucking dumb. I realize I just did that in an audio <laughs> format, and so it doesn't really make any sense but i this is like this I, I can i'm you know i'm just claiming it now this is my least favorite song on the fucking list <laughs> like this this song you can just go like throw it in the dumpster fire and forget it exists that's bad a stu- cover bad cover <laughs> go to your room uh <laughs> james how'd you feel about this this my my sharona cover though yeah i i totally forgot that this was even a band but uh <laughs> i i have I, I remember showing this to Caleb. I remember cruising around. I didn't listen to any other of this group's music, but this specific EP, there was another song called Don't Get Blood on My Prada Shoes that are, it, it's just ridiculous. And I remember cruising around in Rex's Green Ranger and just being reckless as fuck. And I, it was just wild. I don't know if Caleb can remember, but I used to be able to do this scream as well. You could. That's right. Uh, yep. Uh, I, I could do believe. this. Yeah, no one would expect it seeing me, but I could do this high-pitched scream. That's yeah. awful, man. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Need to bring it out of retirement. Yes, you do. I don't think I can anymore. I don't Practice. have it in me. Practice in your car. It'll come back. <laughs> 
Uh, Dusty, how did you feel about this this take on my Sharona? Not great. <laughs> nah. It's one of those songs that everybody has on their iPad or iPod just because it's funny to turn it on every once in a while. And that's all I have to say about that. The, the original, or you <laughs> no. have this on your iPod? I had this song on my iPod. Okay. Somebody had it on their computer, and, you know, it was like, oh, it'd be funny every once in a while I'll put this on, but I don't know any other songs by this band. And it's just like one of those, you know, you have, you would have so many of those random artists on your iPod for that exact reason. It was like one cover song that you thought was funny or something like that, kind of like Moby with the James Bond theme for me, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's very off, off, off putting now. <laughs> well, that's very off putting. Well, I agree. I agree with you, Dusty. Uh, Nick, how do you, how do you feel about this, this cover though? This, this song is chaotic and not in any kind of way that they intended. This, this sounds like it's just, it's just disrespectful. Like the bandmates are being disrespectful to each other. They're disrespectful to the source material. They're disrespectful to their fucking audience by having that vocalist be in the band. Yeah, <laughs> this is it, it is funny. I'll admit that to, to listen to this. It's just so it's hilarious, but it's just I, there's just something about it that just fucking pisses me off, too. It, it just it feels like it feels pretentious to treat a song that everyone knows and likes like this. Like, haha, we're too cool to actually do this song any justice. And then it goes into like a middle part during like a guitar solo and an instrumental break, and it almost feels like the band starts to have fun, and then the vocalist comes back and just ruins fucking everything. <laughs> this is this is one of the most offensive songs I've ever heard, and that is the worst. That is not what anyone's voice should ever sound like under any circumstances. Just so you're aware, this is the vocals they used on all of their songs. This oh, is not. It, it wasn't just for this. This is every song. Oh, I'm aware. I spent a lot of time in that Green Ranger too. And when you're with Rex, <laughs> the number twelve looks like you was required listening. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It was required listening. I cannot he, he fucking stand us. that bad. He, he did. I'll give him. I'll give him that credit. He did force me to listen to things that would not have otherwise listened to. Well, he showed me selkies. <laughs> well, that takes this. This brings us to a very wonderful track, if you ask me. This is a great cover that does that Master Gill found for us. A cover of "Take on Me" by Real Big Fish. Dusty, how'd you find yeah. this track? How'd you cover it? Is this, it, this is this track? So I was good. specifically for ska covers. Yeah, songs and this one immediately I knew would set Caleb off especially the, <laughs> the trumpet cover of the the main riff of the synth riff and it just and it's just it's a ska cover that's all it is and it's, I enjoy it quite a bit and I knew he wouldn't so that was the whole point of it <laughs> oh. well Caleb Caleb bring it out give us give us your take Come at us. <sighs> okay. Um, this is another already. one. This is another one where it's like, I I really like the original song a lot. It's 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 silly and fun, and you know, Scott's silly and fun too for some people. Um, 
I don't know, man. It's just like looking at the the, the album cover of these guys. It's like this is what happens when no one wants to fuck you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the band it's, of incels. Yeah, this is bad. You listen to black metal. Yeah, some of it. Most of it's garbage. I'll admit. Black metal um, kids don't get laid. That's just apparent, a fact. Apparently, that's true. Apparently, um, ska fans are even more nasty than black metal fans. Ugh. Fun fact. Yeah. So there I you go. I I'm a ska they're, fan. I'm not. They're nasty. very defensive. Um, I don't understand why. <laughs> very. It's a real big fish. Um, I've heard some of their type of stuff before, and I don't want it. I I want to do away with it. I'm ugh, I'm throwing this fish back, man. It's rotten. It's it's well rotten. done, Dusty. You 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 uh you might have almost ruined a song that I really enjoy. You did a great job. <laughs> uh, what here for? Well, Nick, how about you, man? How how do you feel as a as a ska fan? I think as far as ska covers go, this is one of the best ones out there. The but I, I've heard it before, and it's it's always. I mean, it's a good time. I don't know if I like this better than the original, because uh, it was it was just too good. But I mean, it's still like if you're listening to ska playlists and like a cool ska cover of a classic eighty song comes on, like this is a fucking way to do it. This is a great this is a great little song. And Real Big Fish, they do a lot of covers. Um, but this this one just really stands out as a good one. So overall, good song. Fuck out. Fuck out. Uh, Jameson, how about you? I, this song, oh, it reminds me of Troy so much. Like, I can see Troy Vines singing the original song, and it, it brings so back so many memories. But <laughs> I, I don't know how you can't like this, because it's just silly on silly. And... It's fun, lighthearted, like all Sky is, and I, I, I just will never understand the hatred towards it. So it, it's a good cover. I agree. I, I mean, this this was another like top contender for me. I, I don't think it tops the Aha. Aha is a moment. And Jameson, I'm so glad you invoked Troy's name on that one. Yeah. Oh my God. Like the like the only one of the only individuals I've ever seen like go they get you know get after them vocals and then like a I don't know he just touched it he touched it <laughs> anyway shouts to Troy Vines motherfucker gotta get on this podcast soon uh, getting out of that we gotta come to my last track guys I know I've been a winner so far and I hope I I mean like I'm sure I let you down again but Smooth Criminal Alien Amp Farm I don't care what you say this is Alien Amp Farm's best song it's a fucking it's a fucking fun cover Caleb, tell me, tell me, um, tell me how you feel. I was mistaken before when I thought that you just had brought more bullshit to the table. Um, I fucking love this song. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love this cover. I love that he actually like just goes for making the the funny Michael Jackson noises and yeah. singing the high register. The fucking the 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 symbol on the upbeat just mm, oh it's. I, I really like Alien Ant Farm. I wore this album fucking out when I was a kid. Um, it was one of those secreted arcane things that I hid away under my bed. Um, and yeah, it's this is this is tops maybe for me. Like, well done, you have redeemed yourself. But you, it, it had to be this to pull you out of that bullshit. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, so good. Earlier. They they oh. made it their own. It's. 
it's fucking it's a bop i personally just because of my own nostalgia for it i like it better than the original dude i'm actually with you there caleb like this this is like the preferred version if you ask me uh nick how about you man are you are you into this uh alien ant farm jam absolutely i'm right there with you i i much prefer this to the original just because it it like the the music video was shot at a house party and everyone was wearing like bowling shirts and cargo shorts and flip flops. It's one of the fucking funniest like '90s parties I've ever seen. And they're like they're partying like like too hard. There's like an X Games theme going on. I think even it's some real goofy movie extreme it's such shit. Such a stereotype. Of <laughs> it was. This song is so fucking fun. It, it I have so much good nostalgia attached to it. Like you can't say anything wrong about it. Also that that like. That main uh, baseline and in, in, interpreted as a guitar riff actually it's it's fucking killer. That, that that's that's really cool as a guitar riff. Um, but overall, this is a this is a real good one. Also, does Alien Ant Farm actually have any other songs? Because I don't think I've heard one. Do this album's good. If you like it, Both go check it do. out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Dusty, how, how about you, man? Did this one rip for you, or this is one? Uh... Yeah, always. I remember when this first came out. Um... It was back in the TRL days. But oh, not. yeah, dude. And uh, I go back to Nick's point about the whole house party thing. That was such a 90s thing where, especially if it were any sort of rock band, they would always make the music video like a like a party scene, and there's always a fucking half pipe. Yep. Like, <laughs> like every kid in America had a huge half pipe in their backyard or something like that. It was like, this is not rocket power. <laughs> it gave you such false expectations for yeah, parties. Like, and I was like, when am I getting my half pipe? Because I was like super into skateboarding and all that. But Rex but, built one. Yeah, Rex had one. But getting back to this, uh no, it's I, I at the time I didn't realize this was a Michael Jackson song either, so I just thought this was like a catchy rocking tune music video. Like if you go back and watch it, um I think they they steal some things from the Michael Jackson video, like the the tiles, the sidewalk lighting up, oh, and shit. like them the, them as a whole band leaning, like doing that lean thing. That's a good point. But, uh, but yeah, no, I like Alien. I remember listening to this album just constantly and skateboarding as a child. And then the actually their best song is Movies, and the music video is even better because it's all just like them jumping into the movies and I think there's a cutscene which uh it's a karate kid scene. Oh shit. <laughs> and then Dude, at one point right. one of them is Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> but classic. I think they only had one good album, but solid late nineties, early two thousand band. Fair enough, man. I am yeah. It just it I honestly I think I definitely I think I heard this song before the MJ song. Because I never really like that was me. Yeah, like so. Yeah, I'm with you there, man. Um, well, Jameson, how, how about you, man? Does this this song do it for you? Yeah, uh, I mean, you guys said it pretty well. Um, I would say as the uh, Michael Jackson apologist of this group, like I, I like Michael Jackson, but this song is better than his version for sure. Um, and it it was just everywhere when it came out but it never like overstayed its welcome. It was just such a good cover at the time. And the music video is fun. It's it's a good fucking song. It's iconic of that 
early 2000s rock. Uh, great pick. It was another one that had to be on this list. Fuck yeah. I agree. I'm glad it, I'm glad it still hits home with everybody. Um, well, Nick, this comes uh, gets us to your last last track on here, which is a killer's a song of a killer song. Oh yeah, by a group called Crazy Eighty Eight. Uh, I said that with a question mark, but there's no question mark at the end of the name. <laughs> yes, that is the name of this the band. They're called Crazy Eighty Eight, all one word spelled out with all the letters. There's no numbers except for the spelled out version of the number eight as E I G H T, and then that twice. Okay, okay. I didn't know that's how it's spelled. Thank you. Mm-hmm. i tried to straight face that okay um but this is a cover of the killers song when you were young um i i thought it would be kind of poetic to finish it up because we uh we had the killers covering dire straits and now we've got a modern group covering the killers so that's pretty neat uh so crazy 88 is the project of uh jared alonji um we've seen some of his like parody work on here before like sunrise skater kids or canadian softball or whatnot but um, he teamed up with a singer named uh, Lauren Bavick, and she's just an absolute fucking vocal ripper of a singer. She's got brutal last screams, too. I don't know if she uses them in this song, but she's a great vocalist, and they think they got another guy who's like a pop-punk modern guy that I don't know much about. But it's a... They're a cool band. This is a this is one of those covers I think that just adds just enough of what I like about music into a song that I already liked um, to the point where I personally think this eclipses the original. Maybe not by legacy, but certainly by talent and production value. Oh, I'm getting some no's. Well, yeah, uh, you know it. It's like I think it's a really I think it's a good cover for sure. Like I'm really. You're right, dude. Like her vocals are fucking awesome. Like they're they're quite impre- uh, impressive. Like, and it's just I like the um, certain aspects of like the kind of like drive that it brings to the song. Uh, I don't know. It's just yeah. I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't know if it's better than the original. I think. I mean, like, I don't know. I I, I just I think it's a, I think it's a, a good a good cover, man. I just, I could listen to this quite a bit, but it's just like a, do you know if this is like a pro- ongoing project or is this just like sort of? Yeah, it's it, it's it's sort of on again, off again, because it's they're you know they're a super group of like internet musicians. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, that makes sense. But there there were plans for them to tour that obviously got nuked when COVID happened. Uh, so I'm sure at some point they'll spin that back up. But they do have original music as well. Uh, they've got an album called Burning Alive that's really good. Uh, it's sort of a, a love letter to like classic film that you know the makers enjoyed. Like so, there's references to Lord of the Rings, Fight Club, a bunch of nice, stuff man. in there. It's well, a lot of fun. I'll have to check that shit out, man. Um, well, Caleb, you were shaking your head earlier. Uh, what, what, like, what's your hot take on this on this song? Well, um. It's a it's a really well done cover. Like the production's great. She's a great singer. I'm I've heard her voice before. She, she, um, Nick's right. She she rips. The bass tone is superb. It sounds so good. Um, it's not better than the Killers. Uh, this song by the Killers is just so. It's 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 a classic from when we were young, and it is it evokes nostalgia not only in the title but in its sonic qualities. Um, this is a great cover. Um, they they did it justice. They made it their own too. Um, 
But yeah, that was my head shake was, no, it's not better than The Killers. Yeah, it's really fair. good. But I don't know, like, especially those, like, again, those first two albums by The Killers were so distinct and they really just kind of like carved out their own thing. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't think you can improve upon that. Um, and I'm glad they didn't just rehash it, but it's not better. It's really good, but it's not better. And it's, it's I don't know, that's that enunciation paramore shit. That's my gripe with it. But other than that, super well done. Well, Dusty, how do you, how, how'd you take in this track? I I enjoyed it. Um, I, at first, I was like, what is it, Paramore or something? And then I was like, well, this is a better version of Paramore. Like, I feel like the Definitely. more musically talented. And like it was mixed way better than Paramore stuff. But yeah, it was good for what it was. The girl's a very talented singer, so we'll give her that. But I, I prefer the Killers version of it. But yeah, it's not, I don't hate it or anything. You know, it was a nice, you know, if Haley Williams tried to do this, that's kind of what I got out of it. But yeah. yeah. I did think, I did think it was cool that, you know, like Nick said, like kind of like a a modern band doing a cover of something from like you know our our youth. It's kind of an intriguing thing because like a lot of these, like a lot for me, like when I look at like these covers and you can see them, they're like all from you know like 2000 to like fucking 80s covers, and so it's yeah, and it's kind of I don't know, it's an interesting, it's just an interesting choice to cover if I think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Jake, oh, sorry. What? Oh, poetic irony was definitely something I considered choosing that song. Fair enough. Uh, Jameson, how, how about you, man? How, like, did you like this cover of the Killers? I, I did not enjoy this. Oh, okay. uh, as I said, I'm a huge Killers fan, and I felt like they were just trying way too hard, and it just didn't resonate with me. I, I understand and see the talent of the lead singer and uh, they're great musicians, fine musicians, whatever. It just didn't resonate. I, I like the source material far too much. I refuse to do karaoke, but if I was to do one, this would probably be my song. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't enjoy it. Didn't like it. They got gavel it. Yep. Give it. Ooh, get it out of here. Get it out of his face. Well, I mean, overall, like I said, like I actually really dug this list. I know there, I know there was some hate on on it overall, but as always, we got to give the corn dogs our tops and bottoms. So, um, I got mine picked out. If uh, I'll just dive into it real quick, but I mean, it's it's super easy for me to just re- jump right to like Holy Diver as my top. We all know that that's fucking incredible. Um, but I wanted I wanted to pick something I hadn't checked out yet. Um, and honestly, I think Nick, your pick, Torn, the Torn cover by Neck Deep, solid man, fucking solid. Uh, that's definitely my I think my top. My bottom is I, I got to be honest. As funny as it was seeing the name Power Man Five Thousand. <laughs> GTF fucking oh man, <laughs> uh, but who else has got theirs? I can go. Do it. Um, up. 
I, I'm going to agree with you, Jared. I think for the top, I'm going to go with that torn uh, cover. It's Fuck yeah. just fucking good, and it hit hit a struck a chord with me. Um, bottom of the list, I'm going to have to give it to the children of Scrotum. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, Caleb, do you have... Oh, Dusty, you got yours? Yeah, I think the top would be... Probably Romeo and Juliet, just because I used to love that song so much. It takes me, takes me way back to that time. But yeah, I think a close second would be a Smooth Criminal. Same, same, you know, same reasons there. Um, and you know, I could obviously pick Cold Diver too, but that us name cover was us name was very good. But the worst is either a Space Oddity, Man Ten Thousand song, or Children of Scrotum. I'll probably go with the Space Oddity because it just ruined a really good song for me. Oh shit! Like you put your your own track at the bottom. That's how bad it is. (laughs) Curse this song. I'm with you though, dude. I'm with you, Gil. Uh, Caleb, do you have yours? Yeah. Oh man. Um. (laughs) Well, you guys made it tough for me. On the one hand. Um. I, I have to give an honorable mention to Holy Diver. I know it's my pick, but I'm not going to pick that one. But it is just, in my opinion, objectively the best song on this list. Um, original or cover. Um, all hail. But um, I'm going to choose for my top, maybe to Jared's surprise, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. I was I, I was like kicking myself that I didn't put it on there, but I'm so glad you did. Um, so good. So good. Thank you. Just uh, bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go do. I could take the easy way out and pick the ska, or I could. I don't know. There's a lot of bullshit on here, man. <laughs> um, but honestly, and I know we don't usually do this, but I have to pick one of my own. My Sharona, the number twelve looks like you. That is, it is objectively one of the worst songs I've ever heard. And it, and not only that, but it's 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 just hate fucking one of my favorite songs. <laughs> It's so bad. So bad. Oh my god, it is. It's fucking awful. Uh, another, uh, yeah, another self, uh, it's, you know, throwing another track under the bus, man. Uh, Nick, Nick, how about you, though? Um, Let's see. I So, I, of, of the ones I hadn't heard, the ones I already didn't love, obviously, Holy Diver is, is holy to me. Um and a lot of these, a lot of these I've actually heard before because I'm a sucker for a good cover. But one that I hadn't anticipated, I'd never heard of this band before. But straight out of junior high's version, a total eclipse of the yes. heart, just really worked yes. for me. That one was a lot of fun. That one was a high effort cover. And next, um, they're gonna have to give it to Millen Colin for I think the bottom. That's like not taking the easy way out. I could hate on the number twelve looks like you some more. Or I could talk shit about fucking, uh, oh my god, some of these other covers are real bad. Um, but Mill and Colin, they just, they got me excited about something that could have been really cool, but, I don't know, I maybe I just got my hopes up that I was about to like a police song. Impossible. Yeah, because it's the moment. <laughs> it, could, it could have been, you know? Maybe this is going to be the thing that gets me to start listening to this bullshit, but no, Mill and Colin failed. Damn it. God damn it. Well, fuck all. Uh, 
you know like i i'm a st- i'm still gonna defend it uh, i i love <laughs> i like it but i under- i respect your opinion i guess i'll ha- you know that's fine but i want to point out <laughs> you guys i would have you i would have like ultimately probably landed on all of your like bottoms on the on the on this uh if like i would have put like the original song like i, I switched it out with the smooth criminal but the original track I picked was a acapella cover of the underdog theme song by a group called the blanks. Uh, <laughs> and, Might as well be know. chanting. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't go that route. <laughs> I would have had a positive response to that. Uh, and some kind things to say about the uh, actor whose name I forget that plays yeah. uh, Ted. He passed away recently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his name is Sam Lloyd. That's, yeah, that's that, what it is. Yeah, exactly. He's like a relation to Christopher. Uh, but oh, he, really? Yeah. But yeah, it's just actually really fun. But anyway, um, have we collected everybody? Jameson, did we get yours? Yep. Okay. We got everybody. I'm going to just probably cut myself out sounding dumb. Uh, well guys, either dumb or stoned. One of those two. I am. Uh, <laughs> and here we are at the end <laughs> of the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> holiday Here, day, I think <laughs> it is. It's a it's a great holiday. I think I have to work all day tomorrow again. Either way, uh, <laughs> I think we're fucking we're, we've made it to the end. Um, I promise. <coughs> I've been promising and teasing that we got some new other guests coming up. I'm working on scheduling them now for you, corn dogs. We're gonna get you some juicy new, you know, uh, <coughs> tastes and opinions on music. You won't have to just hear hear us the council the amazing council but i want to remind everybody because this show uh seems to post good numbers i want i want to shout out get on fucking instagram and follow us at old heart radio find the goddamn podcasts on youtube spotify or itunes and as always if you want to join in just fucking send us a message we'll be glad to host you on a fucking show no joke we got nothing better to do broaden our horizons a little bit (laughs) Maybe we're falling into loops here. Get us out of the loop. Are you saying that I have to be mean to strangers? Everybody has to be mean to strangers. I'm mean to strangers every day of my life. That's life, bucko. I'll take it anyway. Like, come at us with a pure modern country playlist and I'll shit all over it. Or come with us, come at us with an amazing playlist. I don't fucking care. Just do it. Dave Coulier, if you're listening, I still want to fight you. (laughs) Boom. Also, right. Peter Piscasio, fuck you. <laughs> it's all love, but we'll tear you apart. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And on that note, how somebody's got to say it. How are we going to end? stick on the ice. There it is. Good day. <laughs> oh, I can't end it. I got to stop recording first. Sorry.